Good evening everyone, this is Ava from rbccrypto.com. I would like to personally welcome you to the channel. Here at RBC Crypto, we like to share the nightly news and developments, so let's dive right in. In our first story, while the world of non-fungible token assets continues to swell, the notorious artist and art forger Wolfgang Beltraki has joined the NFT industry with a collection of NFTs called The Greats. Beltraki is well known for admitting that he forged hundreds of paintings and sold the artworks in the name of the original famed artists like Heinrich Kampendonck, Fernand Leger, and Max Ernst. The German art forger and his wife admitted to selling artworks from 14 different pieces that sold for roughly $45 million. However, Beltraki claimed to have recreated the works of about 50 artists and also said his profits exceeded $100 million. After a 2011 trial in Germany, Beltraki was found guilty and served a touch over three years for his crimes. The forger and his wife were also forced to pay millions in restitution. Now Beltraki has dropped a new website called Greats.art, which is described as a digital journey through the history of art. When Beltraki was caught he forged the work stemming from famous artists such as Max Ernst, Heinrich Kampendonck, Fernand Leger, and Kies van Dongen. His latest NFTs will be recreations as well and take from the art of Leonardo da Vinci's alleged Salvatore Mundi piece and more. We present to you the first-ever digital fine art collection by the most prolific art forger of the 20th century, Wolfgang Beltraki, the greats.art web portal notes. The website adds that the artist takes you on a journey through the history of art by recreating Leonardo da Vinci's alleged Salvatore Mundi, channeling the styles of seven masters including Picasso, Van Gogh, da Vinci, and more. The Greats is divided into over 30 individual series based on seven different eras in art history. The collections consist of a total of 4,608 original digital artworks. Beltraki also appears in a YouTube video that explains the Greats NFT collection in greater detail. The artist is one of the most controversial artists in the world, and the Salvatore Mundi is the most expensive piece of artwork ever sold worldwide. Back in 2017, the Salvatore Mundi sold for $450 million to the Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. The Forger's website notes that the traditional art elite wants to bury Beltraki and make his artwork a forgotten memory. Beltraki claims that since he was arrested he has been banned from selling at famous auction houses, museums, and art galleries. It is in the art establishment's utmost interest to maintain the status quo and to continue to dictate what is and what isn't art, the greats.art website explains. This is why we utilize the internet and the Ethereum blockchain to give the world unrestricted access to one of the last living old masters of our time. For our next story, let's send it over to Martin. Thanks, Ava. Bitcoin broke through the stiff resistance at $55,000 while Ethereum has been stabilizing in the $3,500 to $3,600 range for the past few days. The Ethereum price has remained stagnant, however, many experts forecast that the network will experience tremendous growth, even reaching new all-time highs. This boom in popularity can be attributed to the growing popularity of both the DeFi and NFT industries. The massive increase in Layer 2 protocol at the end of Q3 this year has boosted the demand for Ethereum block space since the beginning of the final quarter. Ethereum's transaction fees topped $1 billion in September, and the average transaction was $28. Frank Holmes, who is the CEO and CIO of US Global Investors, the second most valuable cryptocurrency is the next coin to explode. The CEO highlights at Bitcoin's resurgence is the motive that makes Ethereum bounce back to the game. To support his statement, 
he also points out that Ethereum follows Bitcoin in a similar pattern to silver following gold. However, Holmes sees the current protocol, the proof of work, as the biggest challenge when it comes to Ethereum mining. By 2022, Ethereum is expected to move from the current proof-of-work protocol to proof-of-stake, but in the meantime, it is unlikely to happen. With the proof-of-stake, miners will no longer need to mine in an energy-intensive way. Instead, ETH is staked to ensure the safety of the network. Some market watchers have commented this will increase the value of Ethereum, but this is pure speculation. The desire to receive a steady income from staking in the short payback period, on the other hand, will keep the excitement for the cryptocurrency going. High demand becomes the bullish driver for ETH's long-term trajectory. NFTs are back in the headlines. And on the back of significant recovery and DeFi, NFTs hype, the role of Ethereum is a much more important backbone for growth in blockchain, Frank Holmes added. Although the spot price of Bitcoin has increased recently, the activity of the Bitcoin network has decreased, not only in terms of transaction volume but also in volume. Ethereum currently leads in smart contract capacity and the number of active projects on the network. The continued growth of Ethereum transactions may be related to the growing popularity of NFTs and the growing use of decentralized finance platforms. On the other hand, the decrease in Bitcoin network activity can be attributed to the increase in BTC holdings by long-term holders. In the latest move, the US has reportedly planned to set the executive order in an attempt to tighten the cryptocurrency market against the threat of cybercrime. The US is considering the possibility of broader surveillance of the cryptocurrency market in response to the growing threat of ransomware and other cybercrime. Ransomware works by encrypting the victim's data. Typically, hackers will provide victims with a key in return for cryptocurrency payments that can amount to hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars. Earlier this month, President Joe Biden said America's top national security advisors would be meeting online with officials from 30 countries to review plans to deal with the growing threat of ransomware and other cybercriminals. The involvement of the U.S. government may make a major impact on the growth of the crypto market in the future. According to the Bank of England, regulatory action is required as cryptocurrencies become more integrated into the financial and banking system. Some products may be easier to regulate than others. While products that track cryptos can be regulated, actually regulating the tokens themselves isn't possible. China has been at that game for years and ended up with bans instead of functional regulations. Back to you, Ava. Local stablecoin crackdown builds a case for decentralized money. South Korea is unintentionally sending another warning to the users of centralized digital assets, showing that they can be tracked and controlled. This time, local government authorities in the South Korean city of Ixon say they will clamp down hard on cases of illegal usage of a local stablecoin. Newsis reported that the government in the North Jiala province city had announced a crackdown to eradicate the illegal distribution of the Ixon Dirham token. The blockchain-powered coin makes use of technology provided by the telecom's giant KT and its smartphone-based GoodPay ecosystem. Similar KT-led projects are in use in other South Korean cities, such as Gumi, Gimpo, and Ulsan. The tokens are a replacement for the paper-based gift certificates many South Korean cities use to issue in an attempt to promote local businesses that are in danger of being dwarfed by bigger nationwide or international brands. According to the Ixon City website, in addition to large superstores run by conglomerates, a number of other businesses are also forbidden from accepting DIROM as a means of payment, namely, casinos, gambling, and lottery-related businesses, illegal forms of speculation, adult stores, massage parlors and pubs that provide entertainment-related services. 
However, the city claims it has evidence that many smaller businesses are attempting to flout these regulations. The city said that it was using blockchain technology to analyze big data from the local currency operating system to monitor suspicious transactions such as fraudulent usages involving the token in real-time financial transactions. Ixon added that it wanted to investigate cases whereby recipients of the tokens had obtained coins without selling goods or providing services as well as cases where token payments exceeded the value of goods or services. In some cases, merchants appear to have repeatedly purchased tokens under someone else's name and then exchanged them for fiat KRW. On-the-spot fines would be issued for minor offenses, the city added, adding that it would seek to prosecute major offenders and hit them with fines of up to $16,740. A city spokesperson was quoted as stating, we will carry out a continuous crackdown on illegal distribution. We will prevent the illegal distribution of the Ixin Dirom and block illegal transactions at the source to help revitalize the local economy. That's gonna do it for tonight's rbccrypto.com updates. We hope you enjoyed it, and as always don't forget to like our channel if you found this information useful. Click that notification bell to be notified when we release new content. We have started a new Cardano stake pool. We have named it the RBC Stake Pool. The link can be found in the description below. Have a great evening. Cheers everyone.